This is HPR episode 2089 entitled, Solving a Blinkstick Python Problem. It is hosted by Mr. X and is about 20 minutes long. The summary is, how I solved a problem I found when trying to control my new Blinkstick Nano with Python. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Welcome, Hacker Public Radio audience. My name is Mr X, and this is my 13th HPR podcast. Today's programme is going to be about a problem I encountered while trying to install a Blink stick and using it in Python. But before I get on to that, I'd like to start by thanking the people at HPR for making all this possible. It's really a great service and really easy to, to use. Just just pick up the microphone, uh, hit the record button, record something, and uh, send in the show. It's really been streamlined, the, um, the process. It's, it's you just go to the upload page, and, and it's it's really a delight. The, the, the hardest problem is, is, is getting around to writing the, the show notes, but even then, it's, 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 it's no big deal. Um... If everyone contributed, we'd have loads of shows, so why don't you give it a go? You might find you actually enjoy it. So this came about because I was listening to uh, an HPR podcast um, by our Mr. Ken Fallon speaking to Dave Morris. And he was recounting that he'd uh, purchased a, a Blink stick. And in fact, when he started speaking about the Blink stick, I wasn't even sure what the heck it was. And... Uh, I think it was actually Dave Morris had done a an, an HPR podcast further back in great detail, as as of course Dave always does. Um, uh, I've had a wee back, wee look back at his notes, and they were just just fantastic. Uh, the, the detail that Dave goes to is just just phenomenal. I'm afraid that I can, there's no way I can match that level of detail. I don't have the time and resources to do that. Um, so I must apologise for that, but uh, and listening to Dave and Ken talking, it's just a, a real, a real joy, a real delight to listen to them. Uh, Natter, they've got a real natural rapport, so to speak. But um, anyway, uh, a blink stick is, and I'm no expert. But before I start speaking, um, but a blink stick is a 
it seems to be a wee board that you can plug into a, a USB stick, a USB port I should say on a PC and it's got a, I think some sort of RGB LED um, which you can control and it can be turned red, green, blue or you can mix the colours and whatnot. And um, when I kind of described what it was and uh, I thought that's just the sort of thing I'm, I'm looking for for a, a project I already have on the go which I plan to talk about at some point, but I haven't got around to. So as I said, I, I'm not a, a professional programmer, and some of the ideas and things I've just um, picked up by reading stuff off the internet to solve this problem, and some of the concepts and stuff I don't necessarily fully understand or, or may have gotten wrong, so I'll just start by saying that before I go any further, and maybe your mileage will, will vary. Um, so I got the, uh, the, 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 the blink stick arrived in the post and, uh, I got the, the blink stick nano, which is really tiny. Previously I would have, um, when I had a bit more time in my hand, I would have bought the, the standard blink stick and, um, uh, attached the components. It would have been a nice wee fun soldering exercise, but, uh, I don't have so much time these days. So I, I plumbed for the, um, the sort of pre-built. Uh, Blinkstick Nano, plus it's a bit smaller and a bit tidier and there's not enough a lot of room around the, the project that I'm using it with so I wanted something small and compact hence why I went for the Blinkstick Nano. There's a whole, seri a whole series of uh, Blinkstick devices, um, some in the shape of a ring um, some in a square, some in a stick shape with multiple LEDs um, uh, there's, all, there's all a whole, whole host of them and of course they're running Windows, Mac, uh, Linux, Raspberry Pi and all these sort of things. And uh, it, it can be uh, controlled from the command line um, when you want to install the software or via Python. Uh, so my plan was to use it in Python but might also use it in some bash scripts as well. I've got some ideas for that too. But uh, I followed the the standard um, set of instructions for for installing um, the Blink Stick software, and it goes something like this: you 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 do uh, sudo space apt dash get space install space dash y space space python dash pip and space python two point seven dash dev the Python 2.7, well, not, let's not, the Python PIP, uh, I believe it's a, a, a package management system which um, was introduced, um, I think it was introduced, I think if I remember rightly looking at the notes, it was just in 3.2 or 3.4 version of Python, but um, it, uh, it can be shoehorned into other versions. But um, anyway, that and, I, and of course the the, the Python two point seven dash dev. I wasn't sure whether I needed that because I've already got a uh, Python uh, on my machine now. I was installing it on a Raspberry Pi. I didn't have mentioned that. And um, but I thought, well, if, it, if it's already installed, it won't make any any difference. It'll just say, well, it's installed already. Don't don't need it, you know. So I ran that and. Uh, 
I, I think it maybe installed 40 or 50 megabytes of stuff, so I don't know what was all going in there. I didn't, didn't really check. I was just eager to get the thing going, as you do, you know. <laughs> I was in a bit of a, a bit of a rush. So then after doing that, uh, I did sudo space pip space install space blink stick. So that invokes the, the Python package manager, which you've just previously installed, and installs the package blink stick. Now, I think it's I think it essentially installs the module blink stick, um, plus the command line tool, which allows you to uh, use it with bash scripts and such like. So uh, after doing that, I dropped a terminal and I did sudo space blink stick space dash info and when you run that it uh, looks to see if there's any blink sticks attached to your um, hardware and reports them and in this case it did so oh that's great the software's working that's that's fantastic just what I'm looking for of course the, to use that you've got to use a sudo command now the, the final command I, I did was I used now I've actually written here blink stick but it must have been sudo so it's sudo space blink stick space dash dash add dash udev dash rule and what that does is it um, it adds a udev rule so that you don't need to issue sudo anymore um, so that's that's quite handy and I ran that and then I've, sure enough I found it I could just do blink stick dash info for example and it just worked or other commands as such so so that, that all seemed to work fine now that's great I have a, a Python script which I run on this project which I'm not going to describe to you because as I say I'm going to talk about it at another time and it's, it's, it, I don't know there's a few hundred lines of Python uh, code or whatever I, I can't remember and uh, to use it to use the blink stick in Python you just import the, the blink stick module and you use the command from blink stick import blink stick or something like that it, it's a standard way of doing things uh, but uh, anyway when I, when I did that I found that um, tried to run the um, the Python script it came back with a complaint that it couldn't find the the module blink stick and I couldn't quite understand that it was a bit Curious, so I, I quit out the um, script and went into the Python interpreter, which you can run just by typing the word Python at the command line. And then I entered help uh, space modules, and it lists a whole pile of modules. And one of the modules was uh, Blink Stick, so I thought, oh, that's there. So that confused me a little bit. And then I ran. Um, Help space uh, modules. Mo sorry, help space module space blink stick. I think it was or so something like that. Uh, the the help system tells you how. I don't use the help system very often, as you can tell. <laughs> what I'm saying here, even though I've written a couple of hundred lines of Python script, I haven't really looked at it for a while, and I'm a bit rusty now. Um, but it's something like help space module space blink stick, and it gives you a, a bit like. Look a bit like a, a man page that tells you a bit about that module, and it said that the, the module was located in slash user slash local slash lib slash python two point seven and, and something else after that. And I had a, a check, and sure enough, when I went to that directory, 
the module appeared to be there. So that again, I was even more confused. Well, why is it not working? That doesn't make sense. And uh, I hunted it around the internet and did one or two wee tr- checks and trials and something. I didn't get anywhere. And then uh, I dropped out of the help and tried because you can you can enter commands from the Python interpreter. So rather than a script, so I tried um, importing the module Blink Stick at the, at the Python interpreter. So I just typed import uh, from from Blink Stick import Blink Stick or something like that. I can't remember. But basically, when I did that, there was no error, and that, that surprised me. And I tried to issue a few commands, a few of the I don't know, like to find out information to query if there's any Blink Stick sound. And that responded fine as well. So I thought, how, how can it be working okay on the interpreter, but it isn't working <coughs> okay with my script? That's confusing. So how, how, how's that? Then I thought, well, maybe it's working with the wrong version of Python. Maybe I can force it to work with a different version of Python. So I had to look at the first line of my script. And, sla- and then, of course, I then realised it said... Uh, uh, shebang, um, just like standard um, script, it starts with a hash and then a exclamation mark, slash bin, slash python 3. And I thought, ah, I installed my uh, the blink stick to python 2.7. Uh, so that was what was causing the problems. So I, um, and I, I've been doing a bit of reading and, and I, I found that if you refer to Python 3, then it's all variants while well, it's up to the latest version you're, you're using. So I actually have the latest version I've got on my um, Raspberry Pi is 3.2. So although it says slash bin slash Python 3, it would really be invoking Python 3.2. So I changed that from, um, at least that's my understanding, so I changed that to slash bin slash python 2. I thought, that's great, that'll run python 2.7. And I ran that, and of course I've got a whole pile of errors. And I'd kind of forgotten that a good while ago I I changed from 2.7 to 3 or whatever and and reformatted the script so that because there were some differences and incompatibilities so that it would um, work. And I thought, oh, I can't. Be, I'm not going to go down the route of doing that again. I really want to stay with with uh, 3.2. Um, so I thought, well, I've got to really install pip and uh, blink stick for Python 3.2. So I think what happens is that there's a there's a there's like a default system wide. Often you're, you're your Linux distribution has a has is using Python and there's a system wide default Python, and in this case my system default I, is two point seven, and so the, some 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 of the tools your Linux distribution Raspberry Pi distribution may be using uh, Python for various things, and so you don't really want to be messing about and changing your version of your default version. Um, so that's why you can have multiple versions uh, on your system. I, I, as I say, I'm all a wee bit sketchy about all of this. But anyway, the, the solution would be to, to install pip um, 
uh, and Blinkstick for version 3.2. Um, so to get that working, what I did was issued the following commands, um, and I used the the tab completion feature uh, to great effect to see what kind of packages were actually available. So I did uh, sudo space app dash get, that's quite straightforward, space install uh, dash y um, space uh, python 3 and when I went to python 3 I then hit the tab key and I think it said something like do you want to see the couple hundred things for that and found that there was a python 3 dash pip so what that means is that will install um, python 3 for all, for all variants or for the latest variant of Python which you have in your system and in my case that's Python 3.2 so again it's sudo apt get install dash y python3 dash pip so that installs pip for Python 3.2 so next I used the tab completion again um, to find out what packages were available and did um, sudo space pip and hit the tab key and found there was a whole pile of pips as pip on its own, which just installs it to the standard default Python you've got running on your system. And in my case, I think I had a Python dash 2.7, uh, Python 3.2, and I think I had other ones, did I have 2.6? I can't remember, I had a few actually. Um, so of course I, I chose 3.2, so sudo space uh, pip, dash 3.2 space install space blink stick uh, so that's using the python package manager pip to install um, blink stick and it's a package manager for python 3.2 uh, so once that was done uh, I ran blink, blink stick dash info and came um, the information about the attached blink stick and of course um, you've already applied the udev rule when you when I, or because I installed it for the 2.7 so I didn't need to repeat that that command um, and then that was it so I think uh, kind of understanding how how modules and different versions of Python work is all a wee bit of a black art um, and as I said before I'm, I'm not a professional programmer and uh, I find th topics like um, object orientation and things like that a, a bit of a, a bit of a black art really and, uh, and some of the concepts can be a bit difficult to get your head around uh, see, I, I understand this, this, this pip package management thing for Python um, was brought in to try and simplify adding modules to your Python. As yet, I haven't added many extra modules. the The set of modules that come with Python is is really extensive, and I haven't actually needed to, to install many modules. I think when I first started looking at Python, you just did it manually, and you just just moved the modules into the right right location. And that was the other thing. I had a I had a wee look. Um, if you issue this, uh, if you import a module called sys, so it's import space sys, either in a script or at the command interpreter, uh, 
and then after that type sys.path that will uh, display um, all the paths that Python will look through uh, for its system files, modules and such like. Uh, I think I did that earlier on as well to see if um, the, the path to the modules were, were included and of course they were, which confused me as well. Um, but yeah, I, I think I find Python a fantastic language to to, to work with when I get a chance. I, I say these days my time's a bit limited, so um, don't get much of a chance these days. But um, hopefully this will solve a, solve a problem. If you come across it, the same problem, it'll solve it for you, save you a bit of time. And if not, maybe it'll just be a, bit, a wee bit of interest, a wee bit of background about how Python organises things and whatnot. If I've left, it, left anything out or got anything wrong, feel free to let me know. You can maybe add it in as comments or whatever. Um, I'm not at all confident in what I'm saying here, but uh, hopefully I've got it right. But um, anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, this episode, and um, I think that's about it. So just so if if you want to contact me, I can be contacted at mrx at hpr at googlemail dot com. That's mrx. A-T H-P-R the at symbol googlemail.com So until next time thank you and goodbye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.